0: to Water Wednesdays. It's Allie and Catherine here, and we are back for another wonderful week of um, giving you some spiritual wisdom and hopefully encouragement. Um, But before we start, we're going to do a hot seat question, and we're going to make this one light and airy, considering last week was more deeper questions. So are you ready, Allie? I'm ready. Okay, here's my question for you. What is your favorite condiment? And real quick, the reason I'm asking this is because apparently there was like a poll going around the internet last week and everyone was sharing their favorite condiment. So, I'm trying oh. to be relevant.
1: Girl, I lo- first of all, I love your relevancy. Props to you for being relevant. Thanks. Um, I would have to say ketchup. And I would hope that it's pretty high up on the list. I would also assume that ranch was up on there for everyone in the Midwest but no one in wait, other parts o- of the
0: country. why only the Midwest? Is, is ranch a Midwest thing only?
1: It, well, not only, but mostly. Mm. Like the Midwest will put ranch on everything, and people in California are like, ew, why all the ranch? They're like sriracha. Ooh.
0: Or guac, I feel like. Ew. Okay, wait, is guac a condiment? That's... Mm. I, oh, yeah, it's more of a dip. You're correct. Well, I don't know. Anyway, so I'm okay. say ketchup. For Your answer sure. is ketchup. Okay. Yeah, I can respect that. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Um, what, what about you? I, yeah, thanks for letting me answer because I was, like, really excited to share mine. Um, I, <laughs> my favorite condiment is hands down ranch mixed with hot sauce. Whoa. It is so stinking good. It's like the buffalo hot sauce because yeah. here's why it's so good. The ranch creaminess mixed with the flavor profiles of the hot sauce combined is just <laughs> out of this world. You can't you can't beat it.
1: Yeah. So that's so funny. You sounded kind of like a scientist for a minute there. So that's why I giggled. So yeah.
0: I think I heard through the grapevine that they were actually gonna make a condiment that was that ranch mixed with hot sauce. So, oh. I don't know if that's a thing yet because I
1: will definitely be buying it. So, do you make it yourself? Is it with like Frank's Red Hot or do you mix Sriracha? What's oh,
0: the- yeah, I yeah. know. It's Frank's Red Hot Buffalo mixed with. Okay. Rice. And I always like, I'll make it myself and then just dip like fries or chicken. Even popcorn Dude. is good in there. I mean, it's good.
1: All right. Get it, girl. That's right.
0: All right, do you have a question for us?
1: No, I don't. Sorry, yeah. I am unprepared.
0: It's fine. That's you know I say we end it there. Well, thanks for tuning Bye. in, guys. Bye. See you next week. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> okay, no, we have more for you. Um actually, Allie and I wanted to do something similar to what we did a couple weeks ago. We uh were listening to Annie F Down's podcast and we talked about her episode with Lauren Daigle and just how it spoke to us. We learned some things from it. And so today we wanted to share another podcast of hers with you. We listened to the episode with Priscilla Shire on it. If you don't mm-hmm. know who Priscilla is, she is an author, um, a speaker. She's also, she wouldn't call herself an actor, I don't think, but she has been in movies like War Room and Overcomer. Did you see Overcomer by any chance? No,
1: I have not. Have you?
0: No, I haven't. I have seen War Room though, and that movie is is really good I definitely recommend it
1: yeah I would definitely recommend it It was good it's so it's a couple years old but it was a very good movie
0: yeah and which side note here I do you think that Christian movies are cheesy no but because sometimes they get the they get the reputation that they're all cheesy no they
1: definitely do and especially if you've like grown up with them you think they're lame but like from someone who didn't know they were a thing until eight years ago I think they're sweet and I think they're charming and I think they're necessary and actually Priscilla talked about that in the episode she was like there aren't people that'll buy my bible studies or read my books but there are people that will go to the movies and like get a thought-provoking message so I was like totally preach I completely agree
0: and um I do have a thought, though. Like, I, I love Christian movies. I especially love, like, The Shack and War Room. And there's, there are some good go-to ones that I really, really love. But I do get why some people think they're cheesy. Like, I do understand it. But here's why I think it comes across as cheesy is because they're trying to portray an inward transformation. Yeah. And there sometimes there's just no way to portray that. I mean, I I feel like books, sometimes it's easier because you can actually like write out what's going on in someone's mind and their thought process and why, like what God's speaking to them in their head and in their spirit. And I think sometimes in movies, it's hard to like act that out through dialogue, facial expressions and whatnot. So sometimes I think that's maybe why they come across as cheesy because they're trying to portray this amazing, magnificent, holy moment that's happening inside of you and it's like how do you even showcase that you know right but some some movies do a really good job i think of 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 doing that but anywho um what did you like about priscilla's episode and what are some things that we can share with our listeners that you found helpful
1: um so they talked about a lot of really good things um One thing that I wrote down is, and I think this just applies to our podcast, because this is kind of like a theme through all of our episodes, but Priscilla said, or uh, she said, we never arrive whenever, nope, we never arrive. We never arrive at some magical place where we no longer need to grow. Like just talking about the importance of study and, you know, daily communing with God and Um, like, no matter what age we are, like, God's in his, and and being so infinite, infinite, infinity, infinity and beyond, how big he is, there's no capping it, right, like, like, she said, there's no magical place where we, where we are, like, okay, I'm done, I'm mature, and I think that's something you and I have talked about, right, like, this is why this, this podcast matters, because we are all growing, you know, no matter what, this is, this is just part of the journey. And yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. I liked, I liked that piece of it too. Do you want to just go back and forth and just say, share different parts of the conversation we liked? Cause there was like three different things I liked and I don't really know how we want to share all this. No, that's perfect. Go ahead with your, with your point. Cool. Okay. So I also liked the topic they got on where she was talking about holding grief and joy at the same time. Yeah. Um. So I guess Priscilla had, she has a lot of like family deaths and illnesses happening this year. It sounded yeah. like, and it was really cool how she was just sharing that. Cause even Annie was like, Priscilla, how are you holding all of that? Like that's a lot. Right. And she was like, you know, we just, we don't grieve as those that have no hope as Christians, right. people who know Jesus, like when you have him in your heart and you are walking with him in life, like you don't grieve the same. That doesn't mean you're not experiencing grief. It doesn't mean you're not experiencing pain, but like when you have the Lord, you can also experience joy through the pain. And I think that's just such a, like a mind blowing concept, but it really is true. And I also loved how she said that She's mindful during the pain that the enemy would love nothing more than to use her pain to minimize the grace and glory of, of God and his goodness. And so right. when she's tempted to like be bogged down and immersed in the pain, she's like, all right, I'm not going to give the enemy the glory here or, or the, the win here. Cool.
1: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I that was good. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, Colossians 3-2, which is set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth, right? So when you're thinking about death, it's like things that are above and like heaven and forever and, you know, those things. So yeah. we'll, we'll pull there from our book of the week, Colossians.
0: Wow, way to wrap it up. Love it. What,
1: Love else, it. what
0: else spoke to you from the episode?
1: Um, yeah, I wrote down another quote that she said here, and this is, um, and I think this is, it kind of goes along with not giving the enemy like a foothold. It's, she said, we just decide this is what I'm doing on the days I feel like it and on the days I don't feel like it I'm gonna do it as a statement to the enemy that I've made my choice and I'm going to continue to live in alignment with it and not let my feelings dictate it and, that, and to me that kind of speaks to any kind of like discipline or like an exercise routine or you know you write down four things that you're gonna do every day no matter how you feel about it mm-hmm. um, whether that's encouraging people or you know if you want a routine that's a good way to do it say you're going to do it and don't let your feelings dictate or let the enemy um, have any foothold for anything positive that you want to do. So I thought that was really good.
0: Yeah. I really loved that too. I was like, wow. Yep. I could definitely use that reminder in my own life. So I did appreciate mm-hmm. that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what- another thing I liked, so I liked how she was talking about like how sometimes you're not called to the front lines of every battle.
1: And I loved this
0: conversation because, and I'm sure Allie you can relate to, because I know like with different conversations we've had, but like sometimes you feel like you have your foot in so many different like areas of ministry that you're like, how do I really make a solid impact in one of those areas? And so I love how she was just like, sometimes there's a battle. Like, So example, she was talking about like race. Um, she's a black woman and she was saying how, like, you know, obviously she could have a voice in that area, but she was like, I don't necessarily feel like God's called me to the front lines of that battle. And she was like, it doesn't mean I don't support it. It doesn't mean I don't do things in my life to support that battle, but he's called me to the front lines of another battle. And, And she was like, I'm ready to die on the hill for the Lord, but only the hill that the Lord has called me to. And I loved yeah. that line because I was like, oh, it's so true. Just because you're not on the front lines of something doesn't mean you don't support it. Um, mm-hmm. It just means that God's called all of us to different things. And that's the beauty of God's army. We're all doing different things. We're all fighting different battles, but for the same cause on the same side.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I loved her like surrender in that, that she made a big deal about praying which hill she's like lord i'll die on the hill for you you just tell me which hill you know yeah. like show me where you want me to go and i like that reverence that she that she had on that yeah i really did like that too i thought it was encouraging yeah no that was absolutely great i loved that i'm trying to remember i was going to say something my thoughts have been everywhere i there's been four or five times i've looked at jason and i was like wait what was i saying like I don't know what's going on here, but. Today? I just just like, now? No, just like in my life, the past oh. week. half. Like, I just have, I don't have thoughts. I don't have complete thoughts anymore. Like, I'll be like, oh yeah, I'll say this when Catherine's been talking and then it'll be gone.
0: Oh, I didn't even notice. You sound very
1: on top of it. So, you're oh, doing great. Like, oh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, that, I think it was a good, good conversation. I think, um, dying on the hill for things. All right, I'm going to move on because I can't remember what my thought was. Um, Another thing Priscilla sh- said What I can't Priscilla said, um, anything we don't put boundaries around becomes an idol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it just reminded me, even of your and my conversation on boundaries and how you literally wrote things out. And, this, and you said, this is literally my boundary. This is my practical step. This is what I will and won't do. And this is what I'm going to say if I get in those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she said, anything we don't put boundaries around becomes an aisle. That is terrifying. You know what I mean? Like, that means there's got to be idols in my life everywhere. And um, so just kind of like thinking about, you know, mulling that over. What do I need to put boundaries around? And what do I literally need to write out? You know what I mean? Like, to actually follow through with it.
0: Totally. And one thing I want to note on that. So I listened to another podcast today. And... Um, it's actually called Coach and Joe. It's one of my friends from high school. And they were saying, they said something that was really interesting that I hadn't thought about, but it was like, God doesn't reveal all of our blind spots and sin to us all at once, right? Oh like, yeah. It comes in his perfect timing. So it's like, sometimes we've been doing things or sometimes we have an idol and God hasn't made that clear to us yet, right? Like right. it hasn't been his timing to reveal it to you. So it's like, yeah, even just taking a hearing that concept from you know Priscilla and being like oh wow you know I must have so many idols or you know where am I going wrong in this area it's like don't let that overwhelm you because it's like maybe this is God's way of just opening your eyes to some of those things but it's not like you have to fix it
1: all right now you know
0: yeah
1: yeah no that's one of my favorite things about Jesus is that he doesn't pull all the skeletons out of your closet at one point and say address this Like, what is this? What is, you know, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Like, he will stand with you at the closet. And it's like piece by piece. You know what I mean? Like, in Mm -hmm. his timing, he's like, what about this? Like, like, let's get some, let's get some healing around this. You, you're holding some shame around this. Like, how, how can we fix this for you? You know, or like, let me fix this for you. Let me hold this. Don't try and, you know, fix it yourself. So I totally, Oh, yeah whoa, and okay. I just
0: I just wanted to share that because I feel like when you when you said wow I must have so many it's like I had the exact same thought and I was like whoa like there's so much but then it's like the grace piece exactly like you said where it's like hey there's so much time and grace for discovering all those things that we we want to fix or shed or surrender over to the Lord again you know
1: yeah man we never arrive we we don't <laughs> arrive at a magical place so exactly Um, So Um, what was your third and final part?
0: uh, Yeah, there was one last thing I really liked. I loved her hair story.
1: Oh, yeah. It was
0: so good. It was so good. This was my favorite part of the whole podcast, to be honest. So if you do want to listen to this episode, I think this starts like 40, 45 minutes in. Um, But this was my favorite part. They talked a lot about like how in culture today, sameness is celebrated and sameness.
1: Yeah, to look the same.
0: Yes. Looked the same as everyone else. And so she, I guess, and I won't ruin her story, but like basically she was like altering her hair to look like everyone else. And she basically got to this point where she was like, if this was her thought, if I was willing to sacrifice my health in order to be the same, then that meant my identity and significance was tied up in sameness, not in the identity of who God created me to be. Mm. And I loved that because I was like, wow, wow. I do that, you know, like there are things I do to my body or to my wardrobe or whatever to look the same as everyone else. And she did go on yeah. to say, like, hey, that doesn't mean that stylistically, like, you can't do some right. things or go buy that pair of earrings or get a new pair of jeans that fits the style of, st- like, it doesn't mean you can't do stuff like that or wear makeup or highlight your hair or whatever. But she was like, the problem is more why, like, why are we doing it and then are we willing to damage ourselves (laughs) to look the same and that was what really struck me because I was like okay for sure anything I'm doing to my body or my looks or my appearance if I'm actually damaging and harming my body like whoa I need to I need to examine that and examine my body
1: there it is it shows
0: something deeper you know
1: yeah it does it was a blind spot, you know, mm-hmm. got to be like, hey, Jesus, let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, like help me, help me just know what to do here. Um, and she referenced her
1: book, uh, Radiance, is that right? Yes. Yeah. And so that, that hair is, that hair piece or the, the part, the thing she wrote about was a chapter in the book of Radiance. So if you want to read more about that, you can check it out there. Or of course, listen to the podcast.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think it it was just overall encouraging. And, um, I know Allie and I have a episode on self-worth and loving yourself, but we didn't get too much into the beauty piece of it, but I know that's really relevant in today's culture, you know? And, um, so if anyone wants to hear more, definitely listen to the episode and and let us know what you think.
1: Yeah. Um, Oh. Um, book of the week episode so today we're talking about colossians right
0: yes we are do you have any background on colossians ali
1: well thanks for asking because we didn't even prepare that but i definitely do
0: um, <laughs> I knew you did
1: how how could you have known i have one thing well like one and a half things so it was another letter written uh that paul wrote from jail and he wrote to a place he's never been, which I thought that was really interesting. He, like, heard from some of, like, his followers, his disciples, that, like, I don't even know, is it Colossia? I could be wrong about that. The location where the Colossians are, um, they had, like, a really strong faith. So this letter is all about, like, him encouraging them with like what he's heard about them. I just love this idea that like he's never even met them, but like he's just encouraging them from afar.
0: Yeah. Totally. Yeah, Yeah, because he was he was in prison and in chains, right? When he wrote this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The last words of Colossians are like, remember my chains. I was like, whoa. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I know. I just love the the visual of that. Like (laughs) Being in chains yeah. while it's it, there's a lot to it, and that's too deep for my brain right now, but yeah, I, I do love, love the book of Colossians. Um, okay, so we have three verses from Colossians to share with you guys today, just as some encouragement to see you out here. I'm going to start with the first one. It's Colossians 1, 6. It says, all over the world, this gospel is bearing fruit and growing just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and understood God's grace and all its truth. What I loved about that, it was just like a reminder, like, hey, like your team is winning. Your team is growing. Like you don't even have to do anything and the gospel is advancing. God is doing his work. And there's just encouragement. Like, first of all, come as you are. Like there's no striving here. There's no like expectation um but how encouraging is that to know that you're on the winning team that's just moving and it's growing and it's winning I just thought it was it was an encouragement for my soul today
1: yeah it's so good um I love that chunk of verses it's so it's chapter one verses nine through fourteen the uh, verse nine is we have not ceased to pray for you and so like Paul, not ever been to this place, is like, I haven't stopped praying for you since I heard that, you know, that you have accepted Jesus. Um, I love that. So the verse I stole, stole? I stole this (laughs) verse. Uh, (laughs) Is it in chapter two? is verse five. Um, For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the firmness of your faith in Christ. Um, And I chose this mostly because I'm y'all are going to hear my voice and you're not going to see my body <laughs> so like but for those of you who are like listening like I I'm taking Paul's words here I am stealing them because I am with you in spirit you know what I mean just like you're saying with like you're on the winning team Catherine like the gospel is advancing like Catherine and I are with you in spirit like we're cheering you on we love that you're that you're here and that you're you know a part of the body I also pulled the um the message translation he said Paul writes I'm a long way off true and you may never lay eyes on me but believe me I'm on your side right beside you and I love that even though I'm Whoa. not there like I'm there you know what I mean I'm in your ears
0: <laughs> yeah and how encouraging is that to someone who feels alone in this world Mm. like you are not alone first and foremost because you have Jesus like he is everywhere and his spirit dwells in you but like you're not alone because there's other believers out there too yeah that are cheering you on and with you in spirit mm-hmm. love that yeah thanks for sharing that verse yeah thanks
1: Paul for writing it love to, love to, <laughs> love to shout out Paul
0: to. um <laughs> Okay, the last one we have is right after that. Colossians 2, 6 says, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. Just love the verbs in there. Like live in him, rooted and built up, strengthened, overflowing. Like those are just so life-giving. And it's like that's who you are. Like cling to that identity. Don't don't live to the identity that's tied to a standard of, you know, beauty or accomplishment that's set by our culture. Like cling to this. This is truth and this is. This is what's going to give you the life and breath that you need to keep going. Mm, Yeah,
1: I love that. It's so good. I love the idea of rooted. It's so good. He also, Paul talks about, he uses the word dwell, D-W-E-L-L, a handful of times in this book when I was reading it. I was like, oh, that's like four. Um, So good. I love the word dwell. (laughs) Dwell.
0: Yeah. It means to make a home in, I think, or maybe that's abide.
1: I have to fact check that, but no, they probably, they both probably, they're probably pretty similar. So
0: yeah. Like let Jesus be your home. Yeah. Well guys, this has been fun as always. Um, Oh, a teaser for next week. We wanted to tease next week's episode. Um, We're going to be releasing a topic and it's different from what we normally do, but basically Allie and I, Just We're talking about questions that we have for God. Things that we feel like we don't know and we want to know. And maybe we'll never know. But tune in (laughs) to find out what we're talking about.
1: We won't (laughs) know until we know if we know. Exactly.
0: So if you want to know what we're talking about, tune in next (laughs) Wednesday.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Follow us. Send us an email. Rate us on Apple. Check us out on Spotify. I'm talking a lot, but thanks for listening.
0: Do all the things and stay watered.